Trust in God and God will make your path straight and in all things and everything, lean on God for understanding. Please be seated. Today we're going to have a couple of different things in our sermon. I'm going to start off with a slight reflection. Then I've got a little activity that I'm going to take you through. And hopefully the kids will really enjoy that as well because it'll be more of a practical thing and Violet, I'll call you out in a minute to help me move the table. But as we see today, um, and also a bit of a plug for the passport for Lent, so have, make sure you get your copy. Each week there's something for you to do and on the final page is what you fill in when you come for uh, Good Friday and that is all left at the foot of the cross. Um, we leave all the things we want to repent for at the foot of the cross, knowing that the blood of Jesus has washed over us so that we can be cleansed and achieve those goals. Today we are looking at the baptism of Jesus and today in the first part of the, of the um, passport we're looking at what empowers you to do what God needs you to do. Here we see Jesus was empowered by the, by the baptism. The Spirit descended on him. And he went out and he was led by the Spirit into the desert and amongst the beasts. The desert was a lonely, harsh place. It was a place where people were challenged in what they did. And so spiritually for us, it's a place where we are challenged constantly to live out the gospel and to be Christ-like, even when sometimes we are struggling in ourselves. But it all starts with the Spirit descending like a dove. And in the baptism process, Jesus is saying to us, I am giving up my claim as the king of kings and I'm going to live as a human on earth. So everything that happens in this reading from the baptism is available to every single one of us. Through our baptism, the spirit descends on us and is with us for the journey. And it empowers us and purposes us and repurposes us during our lives. So Violet, I'd just ask you to come out and help me for a moment. So I thought to myself, I can say this in a number of different ways. I can speak about the spirit descending and giving us purpose and repurposing us. But what does that look like for us as people? So let's just say this is our cup and this is how we are when we are baptised, clean, ready to go into life. There's nothing to perturb us. Now, if I had a situation where I lived my life not repenting and constantly getting filled up, it'll be like this soil going into the cup. You know, the person that cuts across when I'm driving, bang, that's how I feel about them. When I get anxious or angry, Bang, there's another bit going into the cup. And if I'm not repenting, nothing's coming out of the cup, is it? I'm just getting filled up with the same old, same old. You know? Oh dear, I didn't do the painting and Jane's angry with me. Bang, that goes in there as well. And you can keep, and as you can see, you can keep filling it up until it becomes a desert in your life. It'll just eventually fill up and all the water will be drained and all you'll have is just soil in there. Then we've got another situation. Let's just look at this situation. I got angry about something. Bang, it goes in there. But I want to repent. I want to change. So I start getting in there and I start 
pulling the things out. But if I'm doing it in my own power, I'm also draining myself spiritually because not only am I taking out the things that are in there that I don't want, I'm also taking out the things that I do want. Yeah? So all this stuff, if you, if you get a chance after the service, come past and have a look. You'll see there's water, but it's also got the soil in it. So what, what we see today in the reading is something a bit different. When we talk about pour out your Holy Spirit onto us, Lord, pour it out. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Well, when I do that, in either situation, here where I'm trying to repent and do things in my power and slowly the water's draining, I'm asking for the Holy Spirit to fill me. So what does that look like? Not only does the Holy Spirit cleanse us, not only does it fill us, but it starts cleansing us and taking all the things away from us. And you might be at a point in your life where you are so full of all the things that you want to repent from, pour out your Holy Spirit, Lord, send it in. And it doesn't matter how much dirt is in there, how much stuff you've held on to, over time, the more you let the Holy Spirit in, the cleaner that cup will become. So this is more just a visual cue of what we're talking about in our journey. If we don't allow the Holy Spirit in, then all the things that we've got will just keep gathering inside us. If you get angry, where, what do you do with that anger? Where does that anger go? If you're anxious and worried, where does that anger go for you? It sits and it burns and it sits in your heart and resentment builds and, and things that distract you from the gospel build. Thank you, Jill. does get a bit messy when you do practical things, but I think I could say this, but I think the visual aspect of pouring your Holy Spirit, if, you're, if the Holy Spirit is pouring into us, if you are allowing a space for the Holy Spirit to pour into you, then this is the effect that it has on your spiritual life. And so, when we look at our passport, we are in the process of looking at baptism. So the first question that's there, or the thing that I ask you to look at, I should say, in the first part of the passport is to look at your baptismal vows. It speaks about turning to Christ. If you're turning to Christ, then he's going to send his spirit to fill you and to release you from all the things that are holding you back in your journey. If you repent from your sins, well, when it's time to get a spoonful of things, that's, well, you might get angry, but no, no, I'm not going to hold on to that. I'm going to let it go. And you won't even let it in. If you reject selfish living and all that is false and unjust, then you're stopping all the stuff that is not going to serve you in your relationship with God from even coming in. And if you renounce Satan and all that is evil, you're in a zone of your life where you're not, letting the, you're not going to let things into your spirit which has been given, which has been given to you by God. And when you let the Holy Spirit in and it cleanses you, the biggest effect that has on us is that we can see God for who God is. See, Satan's the accuser. And he says, you will not get into heaven. You will, all the stuff that you've carried will not let you get into heaven. But the problem with that is, we do Satan's job for him. 
We do his job for him. We say that we won't get into heaven. We put our, we go, Lord, I can't get to heaven. So we're doing Satan's job for him. We're not even giving Satan a chance to do his job. He's having a cup of tea and some sandwiches while we're saying how awful we are and how we don't deserve God's love. So stop doing Satan's job. Let Satan do his job. Fill yourself up with, allow the Holy Spirit to pour into your life. Let that, let that fill of the Spirit pour into your life. So that you can see clearly that God loves you and God will never turn his back on you and everything that God has done has been to love you and to bring you back to relationship with him. God does not want us to live outside of, his, outside of a relationship with God. God wants us to be one with him in heaven. The only blocker to that is us. The only blocker to that is the times that we hold on to things and don't allow the Holy Spirit to pour into us. So hopefully that saved a few words. Hopefully you know, a description is worth a thousand words. And, but I hope that gives you a visual effect, a visual impact to allow you to see what it means to allow the Holy Spirit to pour into your life. And the longer we keep pouring the water in, the cleaner the cup's going to be. And that's the same with our journey spiritually. The longer and more, and the longer we let the Holy Spirit come in, the more disciplined we are to say to God, Lord, this is my hour with you here at worship. This is my prayer time in the morning or whenever it might be. To allow the Holy Spirit to come into us, the more that the Holy Spirit will keep us cleansed and won't allow the things that don't serve us to sit in our lives. So this week, I'm asking you to think about how you are going to repent from anything that stops you from taking that moment to allow the Holy Spirit to pour into you? How are you going to repent from those times where you say, well, I say, Jesus, I'm going to turn to Jesus, but I'm not turning to Jesus. I'm turning to something else to get my comfort. So this is what I'm asking you to do this week. The Lord be with you.